Welcome in to episode 124 of From the Nosebleeds. We are coming to you live on a Wednesday, May 17th, or, you know, as I'd like to remember it, another day, another year where the Eastern Conference Finals is starting and the Philadelphia 76ers are sitting their asses at home because they're a bunch of fucking losers. I hate to break anyway, the news to you, Taylor was right all along. Uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> he we was. start there. Um, uh, Can you just listen, say it one more time? Taylor was Taylor right was all right. along. I was wrong all along. Taylor's right. Taylor so hates the Sixers. That's Seamus Doyle, uh, Pat O'Leary, Vince Lobiondo here. We got Taylor over there. Can you explain uh, the song real quick? It was it was the circus music. Oh. <laughs> oh. You, right. you took That's, the headphones off. I did because it was horrible. But it, I respect was, that. That was the joke. Um, yeah, that was a joke. They hurt my the ears. Um, so... In the I missed. Le- <laughs> I first of all, I want to say that it really does suck that I had to miss the last podcast because it was nice to see how positive everyone was in that moment. I listened to it while I was on my vacation. Thank you, man. In Florida, and it Appreciate was like it, it was, it was all, in that moment. It was great. It was like oh fuck, like the the Sixers are they, they obviously they won game um what was a game five mm-hmm. and they they dominated in Boston. And it sucks that, like, I missed out <laughs> on the positive podcast, and here I come for probably the most negative. As far as the Sixers go, podcasts will ever have. Like a Floridian hurricane in June. That's how you come yeah. back to Philadelphia. So, Just a whirling dervish of circus shows and emotions. You and your whirling dervish. Um, Wait, it's, it's a line from Kicking and Screaming. I know. Check it out. This can't be worse than the Atlanta series. No, I no think it's, it's uh, not it worse. Is. Than, no, it's it not is. worse than Atlanta. Come I don't on. know. From, a, from the basketball know. played on the court standpoint. At least Atlanta game seven was at home. From the basketball played on the court standpoint, maybe not. But from, like, what this means for the team, yeah, it's worse. So are you saying the Sixers are fucked? Or yeah. Oh. So off the top, oh, no. No, off the top, no, no pun intended. I'm getting my hair cut on this podcast because yeah, I wasn't that, about to give Vince because a top. of that, that bet I made uh, a couple weeks ago where I said James Harden <laughs> wouldn't score thirty plus, and of course he does that in game one. Does that forty one, plus even did that one more time in game four? I believe, and then right? didn't mm-hmm. show up. And then in the, the other, so the James Harden in one series had probably his two best playoff performances ever, and also maybe his three worst. Yeah. Um. The Sixers did their best to ruin my vacation. Isn't he, like, real quick, speaking on that, on the James Harden thing, isn't he very, like, Carson Wentz-esque? Meaning, Loser? like, well, meaning, like, a lot, you know how a lot of people said, oh, his, you know, his ceiling is, you know, whatever, and his floor is just the fucking worst. That we saw everything that James Harden could be. In one series. In one series. Yeah. Pretty much. The only thing, and, and by the way, Stephen A. Smith, I dude, have to give him a lot of credit. He said some quotes lately that I totally agree with. He should shave his beard in disgrace. <laughs> So nobody identifies him walking the streets. Think about how crazy it is that James James Harden had 45 and 42 points in the series, and his series average came to 22. Do you Mm -hmm. think it's like, do you think he's got like, and I'm not saying this to like, you know, you know, like cause controversy, but do you think he's got like mental issues? Meaning like he can't show up in big moments a lot of the time. I know he has before, but like it, it seems like something happens to him. Like he was just like literally... Like self-destructing at one point, yeah. like throwing the ball into the stands and like just, just not even it didn't even look like he was alive. I'm, I'm reading through my notes and it's just funny because these are just like the insane ramblings of a <laughs> deranged person because there no, there's no rhyme or reason to them. I mean, every Sixers the, fan is a deranged the, person. The Dude, first, I took like three pages the, on Daryl Morey. The first wait, thing press I conference have today. real quick, you could have said that about Jason Tatum if game six ended. Yeah, no, that's yeah. very true. I, yeah. I have some points about that, too, but. The first thing I have here is the Sixers did their best to ruin my vacation. Did they? Ruin I was. It? In, did they succeed? They did not. It All was right. still beautiful. But I was in Marco Island, Florida, for five days. Marco. In those five <laughs> days, I got this. The Sixers played Game Six and they played Game Seven. Two of the worst 
games of basketball I've had to endure watching. It was very funny. I'll tell you a quick funny story to uplift us for a moment. Please. During game six, I was at the rehearsal dinner for the wedding because my girlfriend was a bridesmaid, so I was invited to the rehearsal. By the way, don't see the point of those, but... Yeah, whatever. That's a different story. Uh, it was still a great dinner. So I got to drink. I got yeah. to drink and eat for free. But uh, there was another bridesmaid who had brought her plus one, her boyfriend, who is also a big Sixers fan. And first, my girlfriend wasn't going to let me stream the game during the dinner. And then we turned around and we saw this other table setting up some kind of tripod to watch the game. I was like, See, I'm watching the game. You have to watch <laughs> it. And then the, the losers gather. <laughs> yeah. During the game, this bridesmaid's boyfriend was like making like every like great play like let's say James Harden this was rare but let's say James <laughs> Harden made like a contested bucket he'd stand up and scream and then there was also an another guy so it was that only was like a, three times yeah like three <laughs> times but there was not, another not guy too, who was a friend bad. of the bride who was from Boston and a Boston fan there oh God. so the guy that was a Sixers fan was yelling at him the whole dinner making it really awkward just screaming at the just guy? like screaming at him now, I I think that's a violation yes yeah, so you then, can't attack somebody in another state. You know, especially if the guy's from Boston, yeah. if he's rooting for the Celtics. Just can't so, do it. Yeah, they tried to ruin my vacation. They didn't succeed, but, like... They almost succeeded, though. I could they tell. They almost did. Yeah. They, like, really almost did. How but tempted like, were you to, like, pray for, like, a like one of those hurricanes <laughs> that they have down there? Like I just hur- wasn't praying. I wanted to be Hurricane, washed away. like, Sandy or whatever the hell it was a couple years ago? Yeah, I wanted to be washed away. Yep. But, like, Taylor just alluded to it. Let's talk about the fact that... Let's, talk, let's start at Game 6, because Game 6, in some ways, was worse in some because ways, because you're you're at home, close the, it out at home. You're dude. at you're at home, and the Celtics are playing like shit, and Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum is playing like shit, all. and and that's where I want to start right now. Jason Tatum in Game Six did something that James yeah, Harden and Joel Embiid could never do, and will never do, and will as never a Sixer, do. and that's play bad for a majority of the game, and show up at the end acting as if that never happened. Putting your head down and winning the fucking because game. guess what that guy doesn't give up. No, he didn't if he's up. cold, he keeps he like, keeps trying, and eventually they fall, and the next thing you know, he's got eighty thousand points. Yeah, like he, if I wasn't a Sixers, and he just like, gives up. If you're not a Sixers fan, like that's an inspirational performance by Jason Tatum. No, hundred percent. And he could have drafted him. Yeah, we could have drafted. He single handedly won that game because yeah. they, they outscored the Sixers. Sucks, man. I think it was like twenty four to thirteen. He outscored the Sixers by himself. 16 and and this is why fifty one points. This is yeah. why I know I know no, we're, no, that was that was the last game. I'm talking about Game Six. I know we're in the middle of breaking down like Game Six and Seven right now, but I like I can't just sit here and like think about those two games without saying like, I wish Joel Embiid was not an asshole to us. Like, and he's an asshole to us all the time. But we keep going back to him, expecting something different. We I can't. Don't. I mean, you, you don't. But it's like at some point you have to sit there and think, all right, dude. Like we love you. You're a generational player. You're the best Sixer ever. I mean, there's no doubt uh, about it. He's the best Sixer ever. Uh, who? Who would you go over MBJ? Nah, Dr. I wouldn't. J. I wouldn't go either. But <laughs> Embiid's one of the greatest in franchise Most history. Most skilled. Yeah. All right. Thank Most you. Skilled, there you say, go. Yeah. And like we want to love you. We do love you. But you just fucking give us the finger all the time. And I'm not talking about like his health, even because I don't think it's it, possible it to matters. shit on his health. It matters. Because he, I mean, he can't control it in some instances. In other instances, like when Pascal Siakam like rips his face off, like what the hell is he supposed to do Dude, in that situation? I just want to. But I, it's just frustration I, after frustration I, I every year. I came on this podcast and in our group chat. You came all, on this podcast? All, all year I was saying. I'm an idiot because at the end of the year, I talked myself into them like winning the championship. But for the YouTuber. majority of the year, I was on the other side where I said, hey, I expect them to do the same thing they do every year. You should have stayed over there. Well injury. You let Gux get to you. I did. And I should have <laughs> stayed on the other side because I was right. 
It happened again. He got injured again. <laughs> you and were they right. Fucking lost in the second round again. I have a cryptocurrency to sell you, Vince. But like, <laughs> but like, spe- oh, whatever, dude. But. Like, let's just call it what it is. We're da- jo- Joel Embiid and Joel Embiid and James Harden are fucking losers. I, I losers. think Joel Embiid needs to like. We they're have to losers. start referring to him as Joel. He's a loser. He's Joel. I'm no, sorry. That's Joel Embiid is my favorite. Him. athlete. He's Joel now. He's my favorite athlete of all time. Or he's just he is a loser. Like loser, dude. First game six. <laughs> what did he play? In this whole series, what did he play? One game where he looked like an MVP? He had a 10... Really? But I don't even think he looked like an MVP guys, in that game. he had a 10-point drop-off from his points per game in the regular season to playoffs. Dude, he was outclassed by Jason Tatum, who had a horrible series. Like, it, overall. I, I pretty much, I, it's, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, here's another point I have written down here about James Harden. But, like, uh, James Harden, like, like, all right, you go first. This goes for Game 6 and 7 and pretty much the whole series, maybe even the whole year. Everyone's like, oh, he gets such an unfavorable whistle nowadays. And like, yeah, that's probably true. He is paying for the years and years of foul grift that yeah. he did. <laughs> He's paying for it now. Yeah, no, he, he can't get to the rim. That also, but he... That's what it is. But he also But does, he also does He, he get does get fouled and doesn't get the calls, but he deserves it. It's what he deserves for what all he's done. But here's my problem with Sorry, with but he James deserves Harden. it. Like, I, I'm going to speak personally on this, and, I, and we, we have to address that Doc Rivers got fired, by the way, which well, is good for that'll, that'll be more towards the end. All I want right. to talk well, about, like, the series first. It's good for the brand overall uh, <laughs> from the news. Well, yeah, we we've always hates Doc Rivers. Um, we'll talk about that more towards the end. But the thing with James Harden is, like, there's a lot of people... Lumping Harden and Embiid together, which I understand that's your one and two they give right off there. The same loser energy, man. But like, no, I'm talking about as far as responsibilities go, like and taking accountability. I think this falls solely on Joel Embiid because way more than Harden. Because yeah. James Harden giving you the games that he's given you, like in that second round against Boston, I know there were, it was only what two games where he really balled out. That is literally all I. I mean, I didn't even expect that out of James Harden. No. So, I mean, clearly, I I, I bet my hair on it. And my brother, Pat, who was on last week, who did a nice (laughs) job in Vince's place, he always says that, you know, Embiid is your championship piece. And it's like, well, I mean, he doesn't play like that in in rounds one or two, really. I know this year he didn't play in round one, but there's way more notes to have on game seven than six. So, like, whatever. Game six. It's just annoying, dude. Let's just talk about game seven because that is like the game. James Harden, but like, do you understand my point? Like, I don't blame James no. Harden as much as I pl- blame Joel Embiid for this. Not as much, but he's also supposed to be a top seventy-five player of all time. Yeah, I know, but this is who James Harden is in the playoffs. Yeah, it is. I defended him multiple times this year, and he showed signs of he showed signs in the in those two games. But he ultimately did what he always does. He's inconsistent, and when he's bad, he's fucking bad. And yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I feel like we haven't let Pat get in much in, so Pat, go, you share some salt. Pat is us. literally in shock still. Yeah, probably. No, I'm just fucking. I might become a casual fan next year. Welcome to the club. Because, wow. because Jimmy Cassidy laid the groundwork for it this year. He didn't watch like any games. He didn't. He didn't watch like any games. What? So he knew Jimmy knew. Well, no, he just get, he after last we year with the Hawks, like, he, just he, he just he was just like I don't really care that much anymore. Wow, like, that he, was and me. he's he's a guy that was extremely he could list the entire process team off the top. Of so his Jimmy head, got like, scarred and, yeah, and destroyed by no, this no, team. No, no, Jimmy wised up. He yeah, saw he no, saw literally. the he saw the pattern. Yeah, so he understood my, what was coming. My favorite part too of the weekend. Speaking of Game Seven, was uh it was obviously on Mother's Day, and I was at a I was at a barbecue. Um, we I've, obviously we were still in Florida. We went over to my uh, girlfriend's aunt's house, and she had a big family barbecue with a lot of the family there. I was really I'm the only like real true Sixers fan. Like I, the other people, like they care, 
But anyway, they're setting up all the TVs <laughs> for me, basically, to watch the Sixers. Oh, please. And before the game starts, they're asking me what I think and this and that. And like, oh, you know, good luck. And then come because you have a podcast, bro. Skip all the stuff that happened on the way out. People were <laughs> consoling me as if I lost a loved one. Like, a loved one had died. Like, I yeah. was getting hugs. Like, I'm so sorry about the Sixers. I mean, it does feel that way, though, at times. Yeah. The heartbreak getting, is the same. I was getting consoled on the way out. It was absolutely But the crazy. good news is, or the bad news is, unlike losing a loved one, they just keep fucking coming back, whether you like it or not. I, I mean, they die, but they'll be back. It's almost like an abuser, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, you wish the abuser would die. Yeah, yeah, you do. they keep coming back. But they keep coming back to abuse. Yeah, exactly. In very horrific Let, ways. Let's talk about some of damaging ways. So the Sixers, Physically and mentally. The Sixers start off game. I'm not going to break down like everything in Game Seven, but like just the overall. <laughs> what the hell would you break down no, right, on our the overall, on the our overall side. story here? Is that the game starts? The, it was a close game. When I the mean, game started, I there was hope. Well, yeah. So at halftime, it's 52, 55. Celtics are up. I'm still feeling good though at half. But like you could tell from the jump, as you usually can, that it was one of those Joel games where he clearly didn't care. And in the moment, I was like kind of baffled, but I was like, fuck it, they're still in the game, he could get it together. Isn't it crazy with both uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid, you know right away what you're getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know right away what you're getting. It's it, it's so annoying. So then, Harden starts then off they, with like a brick three, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the night we're having. Tonight. Like, he never adjusts. Yeah, they, Tatum does. They though. come out after like, half, come on, dude. and they tie the game at 55, and then from there, we were outscored 33-10 to 10 in the third quarter. Is that bad? Like, only scoring 10 <laughs> points in one quarter in <laughs> a basketball really game? I know I'm bad. new to the whole NBA Really, thing, really bad, man. Yeah. Really fucking bad. I think if we put Taylor, Vince, and O'Leary on the floor and took three people off the floor for the Sixers in that third quarter, you guys would definitely <laughs> score more than 10 points. I have a feeling. I'm just saying, um, like... Against like Time Lord? <laughs> What's that? Against Time Lord? And Al Horford? Um, well, you, I obviously you're on Horford, <laughs> but I don't know where you would match up against or, or Vince, but... <laughs> then what are we doing with let's Robert just Williams? Say, <laughs> let's, just, let's just say 10 <laughs> points. Robin Williams died tragically. 10 points, really bad for a, a game seven quarter. We're bringing a prison um, room shift. But, like, you, the, the moment, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, the moment I felt the actual game, like, shift in the moment was the flagrant on Harden. Yeah, oh, that, was so, the, oh yeah. that was the game So, by the way, right there. I want to say this. I have a note written down in here. The loss is not on Doc or the refs. But I really thought both mm. were bad in the in the end of the series. Doc was bad at the end. Like I, I want to go back to the hard thing, but like uh, game six, the adjustment was made by Joe Missoula to start Robert Williams. Yeah, Doc had no answer. There was mm-hmm. no answer, even if, though he said before the game, "Oh yeah, that's whatever." I mean, like, yeah, we, we have an answer. If the Celtics for start, didn't. If, the Celtics, <laughs> he lied. if the Celtics start Robert Williams, the whole series, the Sixers probably lose in five. Let's just probably. Yeah, there were no answers for Robert Williams. Well, but, I think at that point Doc would have. Tried to come up with something. But back to the no, back to the no, actual. This is this is his history. It's like he he is not good with adjustments, right? In series, especially in game. I don't like, yeah. but in right, series, so, like if so you're, just, he's he's lo- I, he's lost the most three one. I just think ever. it's going to be fun when he uh, wins a championship with Milwaukee next year. <laughs> but like that's going to be awesome. The, so it's the loss is not nearly on anyone but the players. <laughs> but like the that that flagrant on Harden was crazy. I think that the NBA needs to move to this point. Or beyond the point where they think that every time someone gets hit in the head or the face, it's a te- it's a flagrant. There are some times where a basketball play happens accidentally and someone gets hit in the head. It's not always a flagrant foul. It I can mean, always that one, be. That one was. I didn't. I really thought, I thought that, that was a basketball play. No. That, well, I mean, Harden, either way, that's not because Harden literally. This is what happens. Harden goes up, like is an idiot, loses the ball, and then just like randomly starts flailing his arms. <laughs> yeah. Well, like again, that's the foul that's, grifting. 
Yeah, but that's not a basketball no, play at all. I, <laughs> okay, just, I see what you that's mean. That's just that's looking just, like an idiot. Yeah, just, that's just him being an asshole. I just yeah. don't think sometimes they got to ease up. You think that. that's what he does at Club Risque? Like he goes like yeah, that, the just dollars. flails with the dollars. He's like, yeah, just <laughs> flailing <laughs> dollars all over. While we're talking about the refs, there's only one other thing from this game I wanted to point out with them, and I actually think this is a bad thing towards the Celtics. Uh, George Niang grabs the leg of Jalen Brown in the middle of a play. That great, was that was defense. a basketball play. I like that. So great defense. No, yeah. He's a dog, funny. dude. No, no. P.J. No. Tucker that, told him to do that. That is such Bush League bullshit. It makes us look like clowns. We're getting blown out. Well, we yes, are clowns. Are. Didn't you listen <laughs> to the intro? <laughs> yes, but like we're getting blown out on the court. Taylor, play the song again. We're getting blown out on the court, and then you're doing... Like, George Nash should have been kicked out. He should have. He no, should have. That was funny. But he's but like, so he irrelevant. I don't out. think the refs even know who he's he is. He's not even going to be back. So, like, if I'm the Celtics, though, I'm. He said he liked his time. If here, I'm though, the Celtics, cool. though, yeah, I'm, no shit. If, I'm, if I'm the Celtics, I'm mad because in the moment, the refs didn't see the leg grab, but they saw Jalen Brown walking back to the bench, the Sixers bench, called a tech on Jalen Brown, looked over the review, called a tech on George Niang, but that tech stayed with Jalen Brown. The NBA also should get to a point where you can review techs and take them away because Jalen Brown did not deserve a technical foul there. No, I agree with that. He was just reacting to being grabbed by a player sitting on the fucking bench. A fucking idiot who was a bum, by the way. Yeah, and a fucking loser. Fucking bum, and I can't wait till he's gone. And I think that just makes us look so... I can't wait till we resign him. We are unprof- Well, we need shooters. We are unserious. We do we need shooters off the bench, man. But that made us look so much Give me worse. Ni- we need shooters off the bench. Have you seen this team? We need George Niang. So I don't know what you're talking about over there. Needing George yeah. you, you, No, him specifically. <laughs> we need him. He dines at Elvez while you're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, that's your, boy. You that's your guy, dude. You were in the same room Speak. as George Niang, non-basketball setting I wish I would have known about that he was going to act like this. No, but you clammed up like a little fanboy, <laughs> didn't you? No, you, you like, did. What was he no, you said? He blushed. He you're blushed. Like Friday. The no, no, no. He does the... <laughs> Let's go weekend. Yeah, that's, that's like his hashtag. Yeah, yeah. It should be. Let's, let's go it, uh, get off well, my so team. That, here's another. Here's another player <laughs> that stepped up. You know, quote unquote. Which technically, if you look at the numbers, yeah, Tobias Harris was the leading scorer of the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Nineteen Whoa. points. Yeah, but th- yeah, but to be fair, Tyrese Maxey was almost tied to be the leading scorer in that I game. I don't care. He was. I mean, you got to think about can, it. Can we talk about Tyrese's not great series? He's also. twenty-two years old, dude. Let's give it a break. He's not. No, yeah, he didn't play very good. Yeah, okay, that's a developing player. Let's let's talk to your boy James Harden. What's his excuse? I don't think that's what's your boy, boy yeah, Joel why, why, why are you getting upset because about holding him? I don't understand ac- this thing with Maxie holding him that accountable. Uh, holding him accountable is fine, but Tyrese Maxey is not winning you a series yeah, right. by he's himself. Your, he's your number three. Like, dude, he's your. I mean, I don't but even you saw know what happens when he plays. Well, he's your exactly. four. You yeah, you saw flashes. Yeah, why? technically, Tyrese Maxey should be your number four. Yeah, he should like, be. Tobias if Harris, Tobias Harris be was a thing the, for the money he makes. Well, Tobias Harris should technically be your number one since he makes the most money on the team. Oh, he should be the <laughs> face of the franchise. <laughs> no, if we're like, talking about like, that. Listen, we shit on Tobias all the time. Taylor, I'm not trying. I didn't mean to raise my voice at you, but Tyrese <laughs> Maxey has a special place in my heart. So you guys can kiss and make. But I also want to trade him in the offseason. We shit on Tobias, and like we all want him gone. So like so bad, but like. At least Tobias Harris showed some fight. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not giving that guy credit after Game Six. I don't, I don't know about I, fight. I'm not giving that, dude. The guy lie down. But dude, I'm yeah, not. He had to. He <laughs> had to do something no, after getting embarrassed. And he scored two points in like 40 minutes. Two points, and he didn't do anything guys, on the defensive end guys, either. Like the layups. MVP of the league laid down and died. Tobias Harris sucks. 
Like, yeah. I don't care about him. I'm just saying like, you deserve some credit for being the leading okay, scorer. In game seven, when literally there's no when tomorrow. When the season's on the line and the MVP at, what, 15? Dude, 17 points is not something to write home about. 19. Two points is, <laughs> but Sheamus, in a bad way. I'm just saying every single other I'm player didn't care. Like, at least he looked like he was trying a little bit. Okay, I understand your point. But, like, I don't ever... He I'm still never giving I, Tobias credit a shred of... I, I'm gi- uh, Listen, uh, like, what am I looking for? I'm, n- I'm never giving him a compliment ever I'm again. I'm giving him credit for this. I still want him gone. I'm not saying that doesn't like. I'm not like. Oh, suddenly I want Tobias Harris. I know, back. but I don't even give him credit for anything do. in this. Oh, no, I don't. I just, <laughs> but dude, here's the thing. Take away Tobias Harris's 17 points. All right, just take them away. 19. 19, Ni- 19 points. <laughs> take them away. Why He's stuck on the what, 17. What, what's, what's what's the final score? So I don't even know. All right, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's still a blowout. <laughs> yeah, it's still a blowout. I'm just saying, in a game where the best players on the team. Didn't want to be there. No, I agree. Like at least he showed I just hate some fight. Also, also the after the game really pissed me off. Where he's like going up and smiling and joking with Tatum. Oh, Joel. It's like yeah. yeah. Okay, let's just like, let's what? talk about it. Let's talk about Joel. Like, what do you, what, oh, by dude, the way, like the yeah, people, I get like walking saying, over and like congratulating them and like dabbing. With, hey, like good good series. But he's literally like joking and laughing with them, like that. nothing. It's happened. bad up in the ga- in the presser. You know what LeBron making, does by yeah. the way when he loses? He fucking runs. In the press, he co- runs in, away. In the post game presser, Joel Embiid's like <laughs> laughing and making jokes about yeah. Giannis. Oh, but by, by the way, people are. I I want to get this like like I want to make this point real quick about the post game Joel Embiid thing because I think he was on painkillers. People were saying, "Oh no, Joel <laughs> absolutely." Jo- Joel <laughs> was sure. misinterpreted well, he, jo- he was. and taken out of context. No, he wasn't, no. dude. No, he was. He said two things, but we all know what the fuck he meant, dude. When he said, oh, yeah, me and James need help. I can't do this by myself. That, oh, but we all need to be better. That, yeah, that dude, was taken out He is a fucking... He's still a loser. He's a loser, yeah. dude. He's got a loser mentality, But that quote man. was taken out of context. I guess, but, like, I, I, it can't just be me. It can't it's just, just be, be no, it's me good. and James Harden. But, well, I, I mean, it's supposed to be just you. Forget about James Harden. Jason Tatum carried that fucking team. But, I know they got contributions right, from but, a lot of other people. But, dude, Jason Tatum played like an MVP him in quoting, spots, him, and Embiid didn't. Him quoting Giannis. Game. Him quoting Giannis is funny because, you know, he said the whole, oh, well, no, some, Giannis is another loser, he, but well, at least he has pawn, a ring. Pawn, yeah. Him saying, oh, well, someone said, you know, failure doesn't exist. Like, that's someone you're, like, kind of making fun of dropped 50 points in a in a Finals clinching game yeah. has a ring in a finals MVP. You fucking loser! No, no. I, he's you idiot. can't make fun of Giannis. You what position are you in to make fun of Giannis? No, zero. I mean, look at what Giannis has done. He's yeah, they, got a fucking ring. It dude. was an embarrassing loss in in the first round of the Heat, but at least he's got a ring and a ring Two that MVPs he carried his team. Well, plus, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, like, like. Inside the locker room during that Milwaukee no, series, too. I know, too. right? Mike Budenholzer, you know, RIP to his I mean, brother. That's like a very th- tragic. You can't thing. say that that didn't factor into anything. I'm sure it did, but you know, I mean, I'm just saying. But that's the, that's just the way it goes. But I have some more on Joel. Uh, how about we talk about Horford just owning him? Al Horford owns Joel Embiid. That pisses and me off. It's so funny too because Al Horford was like on. The, hold on, Al Horford was on the Celtics, owned Joel Embiid, then we acquired him. He stunk. We traded him off to OKC where he just sat out a year, then went back to Boston and owns Joel again. That's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. An, an old man. There is some nuance. I kind of love Al Horford. There is some nuance to it. When <laughs> he owns losers. <laughs> when Williams was off the floor, Joel was cooking. Yeah. Horford. Except, and, and, except for a couple of the times in the fourth quarter when well, it was just Horford and Joel. And How about we, Tower we, giving Embiid we, some benefit of the doubt here? We know what the fourth quarter looks like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But I... 
Robert doesn't have to worry about his man being PJ Tucker, so he can just hang out by the rim all yeah. he wants. Shout out to PJ, by the way, for 11 points in the first quarter. No, I yeah, because outs- they left him open. Yeah, outscoring James Harden. But at so, least, I mean, he was I, making shots. Again, at least he made shots. James Harden had nine points. Most of the time, although PJ I do, I do really want to know, like, where was that yelling from him? In Game Seven, no, I didn't, oh, I didn't I see no any idea. of that. Really, that's what, thank no, God you just brought that up. I want to point out a, a fact that is being so overlooked: that PJ Tucker moment where he got in Joel Embiid's face and yelled at him. In the moment, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, you know, this is what you signed him for. It is absolutely and utterly embarrassing mm-hmm. that maybe for the Sixers, at least, besides the uh, James Harden, the two shots, like to win the game. So the third biggest moment and most like viewed moment of the series for the Sixers. Is P.J. Tucker having to tell the MVP of the league to take a playoff game seriously in the fourth quarter? How embarrassing is that? (laughs) Why the fuck are you in a position where it's the fourth quarter of a must-win playoff game, and you're so checked out that P.J. Tucker has to yell at you? That tells you all you need to know about Joel Embiid. Right. That's who he is. I get in the moment, it's like, oh, this is what you signed P.J. for. Joel Embiid shouldn't need PJ Tucker to tell him to take the game seriously. I, I'm seeing a lot of like weird stuff, like weird commentary about Joel Embiid. I think a lot of people in the city, 100 percent of the Sixers fans at least, are shitting on Joel Embiid righteously. Um, but then you have you do have some people that are like, well, yeah, I mean, it's good for Joel to like um, to have like pep talks and shit from PJ Tucker and like Daryl Morey or whoever. It's like, dude, he's 28 years old. Right. He's not Tyrese Maxey. You just yeah. shouldn't need. Who doesn't need that, by the way. It's it's the fucking playoffs against a team that has owned he us. He doesn't have that winning gene Owned in him, us man. and he owned him. He doesn't have it. And he has to be told to care. And then not that's not even mentioning game seven where he didn't, from the jump, he didn't want to come out. Jason Tatum came out playing like his hair was on fire, having the best fucking game seven in NBA history, while Joel Embiid... Actively looked like he did not want to play the game. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't want to play the game. He didn't just look like he didn't want to play. He didn't. He took uh, away the best seven from Curry within like a week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is that's so crazy. <laughs> like, is it's all the Sixers would have been better in that game if Joel Embiid didn't play. Probably. I mean, maybe. What did he do on the floor? That, nothing. Literally nothing. Like, I, and listen, I'm gonna say this right now. We're gonna get into this conversation a little bit. They're what thirteen and five without Joel uh, Well, here's some here's some. I'll bring up some <laughs> stats for you. Joel Embiid is zero and four. In series against fifty plus win teams, never won one. That's never. like a that's a Doc Rivers stat, but that's a Joel Embiid stat one. as well. Joel Embiid has never beat a fifty plus. That's why win he was crying when he found out uh, Doc got fired. This is what I'm talking about. Though. We can talk about oh they've never made the playoffs in the second round. They've never beat a good team in the playoffs. Yeah. Never. The Nets were good. This no, year. they weren't. No, I'm joking. They, oh, okay. I thought you were serious. <laughs> no. We've they have never beaten a good team. Every time a team has equal talent to them or more, they lose. They get embarrassed. Yeah. Sometimes they even lose to teams with less talent, like the fucking Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Or Miami. And so it's it's always embarrassing. There's a staff for you, and then the Doc stats. Doc Rivers is 17 and 33 with a chance to clinch a series, and he has he has lost 10 game sevens. <laughs> That's which almost is fi- impossible. Five more than any other coach. <laughs> so again, it's not Bro. on him, and he did in some ways. I thought he had his best year as a Sixers coach. But it's over, man. You you have coaches like Budenholzer, like Monty Williams, like Nick Nurse, who have had very recent success either winning the finals or appearing in the finals. They're getting fired very short after those appearances. 
Meanwhile, what? People that didn't want us to fire Doc, we're just supposed to sit here while he can't even make it past the second fucking round? No, nah, it's a Coaches joke. are getting fired for having way more success than that. Listen, Doc Rivers, this was his third opportunity to it's, get yeah, them past done. the second round. It's over. It's, it's but over. I will say, I think the NBA is kind of a joke with like the whole, like, you know, coaches getting fired after like such short stints. Yeah. Especially such uh, oh. short stints after success. Like, Budenholzer, I didn't think he deserved to get fired. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, Obviously, with the extenuating circumstances, and Monty, Lo- how are you going to fire him? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. It, like, it I thought is he, a little. I thought he was a good. Jo- he did a good job. What's up, Tanner? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, the of barber the has entered the building. Tanner, <laughs> the barber is Vince here. Is feeling his hair no, but go away as we what speak. you were saying. We're going to talk more about the coaching carousel. Pop a squat there. But what I was going to say, and the next kind of like conversation I wanted to get to f- with you guys is that. Yes, I am so happy, and I didn't get to express this on the podcast because I didn't come in after it happened. I am so happy that my favorite athlete ever won MVP. Tanner and he, won? And he deserved it. But how bad does it look for Joel Embiid now that he won MVP and he played this bad in the playoffs? Meanwhile, Nikola Jokic is, like, making history. Oh, my God, he's killing it. Like, right historic now. numbers. Like, he just had a 30-point triple-double last night. Mm-hmm. He's, he's having— a win that they gutted out over the Lakers. Yes, and listen, we'll see how that series goes because they might have figured something out with uh, Hachimura yeah. on yeah. Jokic at the end of the game. We'll see. That should be a fun series, maybe six or seven games. But Joel Embiid got sent home in the second round again after having a 10-point-per-game drop-off in, in his disgrace. average between the playoffs and the regular season. Meanwhile, the man he's in direct competition with, directly compared to, is having the best stretch of his whole career right Bad now. things happen in Philadelphia. Bad, bad things. It just it, History is not going to look kindly back on this MVP. It's I, I don't bad. think he's going to look kindly back on the Sixers as a franchise. Like period. people are already saying, it's one of the worst MVPs ever, and the and the oh, he, he wind his way to an MVP. And whether I agree or disagree with it, that will be the narrative. There, there's one more MVP stat that you missed. What the, is it? Joel's the only M- MVP to not make a conference yes. finals. Yeah. that was yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> that was, that was really yeah, cool. It's a, honestly impressive. Although it doesn't make sense to me. So I, I guess in his career, yeah, because you, you think would think like the year of bad? his. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, does he? Care? He doesn't seem to be very accountable for things. So, like, no, no, no. Um, he is shockingly <laughs> unaccountable. <laughs> Do you think? All he, like, the, and the the funny thing understand. too to me is like the whole point of last year of like last off season was going out and getting people that were gonna be mentally tough. PJ Tucker, D'Anthony Melton. I thought it was like an issue with the rest of the team. I didn't really think that much about it being Joel in the playoffs, at least. Um, but like, it's really just him. Like it he is. is not mentally tough at all. In he the, is in the playoffs. Terrible. You win, Mister Softy. You, you win games because of your best players stepping mm-hmm. up. And this is not. Listen, it would be one thing. Jaden Springer like, did step like, up, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he had the same amount of points as Tobias Harris in Game Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Let's say hypothetically the Sixers lose like a, a shootout of a game in Game Seven. I don't think these conversations are being had about yeah. well because at least you would have showed heart. It's the way they lost, it's dude. The, it's the manner in which they went out there and they didn't show and up. Didn't want to play. That's a in problem, the, dude. Again, in the biggest game of Joel Embiid's career. Yeah, literally. Like, straight up, the biggest game he's ever played in up to this point. You can't tell me that man gives a fuck about legacy. Like, you can't. No. Like, that's why, like, when he No, but he go- does, because his son. I get, yeah, Arthur and everything else, that's awesome, and he's crying, <laughs> accepting an award. It was a beautiful moment. And then I gets wish- blown out at all. By the way, Arthur didn't give a fuck about that award, because he kept <laughs> screaming for his mother. He didn't He didn't care about it. Well, he knew his dad was a loser. Yeah, and, and he will know that his dad's a loser. And and he will know. Like that's sad. Like we always talk about. Like Kim Kardashian's kids are gonna one day grow up to find out she fucked Ray J on a on a video, and that's why mommy's rich. But like, and famous. And now Arthur's gonna be in literally the same category. 
I mean, not the, you know, dad, not dad, the same category. Dad, but the, kids like, in, the kids in school are dude, saying you're the biggest worse? fraud MVP Wh- ever. Okay, but what's worse, getting fucked by Ray J on video, or getting fucked or, by the Celtics, on or getting TV. fucked by the Celtics year after year, uh, like, or by another team year after year? It, it's a pretty good video. I'm not gonna lie. So. I mean, you know, it's actually like, <laughs> she was inexperienced back it then. Physically <laughs> makes me cringe, like to think about how much Boston. But is seriously, like, in, in the, in what's worse? Celtics. What's worse? Mommy having a sex tape or daddy being a You've, generational this loser? This bit has went on too long. It's not a bit. I'm like <laughs> genuinely curious. So if you guys out there want to tell me what's worse, being the son or daughter of Kim Kardashian or being the son or daughter of Joel Embiid, let well, me know. Well, guess what? Either way, they're rich, so I'd take gladly take Oh, it. that's not going to last. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to last. I, I really don't know well, what I mean, else to say. He doesn't go out. Well, he just dude, sits you in think he's house. getting another contract? Uh, although after he this might, one's up? he might just spend all his money on FIFA Ultimate Team. He never know at this point. Dude, but why isn't he a soccer player? He likes he likes <laughs> soccer he, more he than he likes stuck basketball. To volleyball, yeah, bro. fuck Luke ba- <laughs> and Bamute for that. And, and by the way, can we end this whole? Oh, it's <laughs> impressive that Joel Embiid started basketball when he was 15. No, it isn't because I mean, yeah, it clearly it is. no, it isn't. It, it is. clearly shows the immaturity I mean, shows the immaturity shows. It's not impressive well, anymore. Well, he didn't he didn't have to work as much, I think, in my opinion, because. Just but guess I mean, what? He did. Don't get me wrong. But, but by like the time he's seventy-five years old, he's going to finally put all that, all those so years of playing on. basketball together. I've and then I he's going to have the same stance as Doc on the sidelines. Well, I mean, I, I don't, you know, yeah, you know I, I, well, that's the one. The, the that's the one thing lifespan. I'm going to miss about Doc is I love <laughs> in like close games <laughs> where they're losing, it'll like pan <laughs> by him and he'll he'll be have his hands on his knees and his head in his lap, like just, just dying. I mean, I honestly I, like the, Doc. The I was kind of it was kind of bittersweet. Because like, dude, this is a good. I'm not gonna lie. But this Rides. is the year. But this no, is the I mean, year when like he didn't it's, do it's that. It's fun bad. to make fun of him. I but, like, love making fun of this. Doc Rivers. Like, Doc Rivers, good guy, terrible coach. I'm so ha- I'm happy. I don't he's think fired. he's terrible. I mean, he's going to the, be fine. Some of the quotes were fantastic. Oh well, yeah, the emotional you terrorism. You can't play with your meat. Yeah, you can't play with your like. This Would guy you ask pop that? Are we all are we all comfortable now? With I've said this for years and defend well defended this for years, but I'm ready to come out and just say now the process failed, man. Yeah, 100 percent failed. Well, it's on over. the on the tenth anniversary of Hickey being hired too. It 100 percent failed. <laughs> We went. 100%. We literally went one for six. But I, in our I fucking I, first round. I draft do want to ex- explain myself real quick. I said the process didn't fail because we got a generational talent and Joel Embiid out of it. But L- I rescinded. We didn't know he was. I, a loser. I was wrong. I didn't think that he would not show up. Literally in the we biggest game of his life. We also didn't know that Ben Simmons was going to be a fraud. We didn't know That's that true. Markel Fultz was going to turn into Or you can't develop players for. I don't trust That's that. Probably I, is also and this true. May, this may be bigoted, and I don't know, but oh, I don't Jesus. trust. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't, a, I don't it's trust, a good caveat. I don't trust Australian athletes. I really don't. That was a lot. Less than no, I I'm serious. It was be. <laughs> I, I don't trust Australians. Patty Mills might be fine. You're in love with Patty Mills. Jordan Mylot is not Australian. Ingles? He's from New Zealand. Joe Ingles, yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is, to be honest with you. <laughs> Joe Ingles. You don't know Ball. No, nah, I don't know Ball. I don't care about him. No, but like, Hansom, he's a like former Hansom, teammate of Hansom, George Niang. Oh, wow. Obscure three baller. Uh, George Niang. Hindsight that doesn't even is shoot 2020. Threes. But like, you simply can't miss on I hate every Australia. pick but one. You just can't. It's in, well. I mean, Nick half Adams. of it you have to admit was due to the Colangelo's. Oh yes, I, coming sure. in. And no, you could have drafted Tatum. They should have. I should have. So, but can we part talk? of the part of the stipulation for the trade with Boston. Why do people say lie? <laughs> just lie. I know. People forget lying exists. They should have. I hate this narrative of oh, we never could have got Tatum. But we had the number one pick. To be fair, just lie. To be fair, Fultz was the consensus number one pick that year. Sure, and it but sucks. you traded up. Yeah, you did. By the way, the Phillies th- lost seven. To he five. was going to be taking number also one regardless. So. I think we learned a valuable lesson between Fultz and Simmons that maybe drafting losers who can't even make the NCAA tournament probably isn't the best idea. 
And I hope that we never do that again because are we having a funeral? I'm going to sound horrible to this, but to ben, in Ben's defense, he didn't give a fuck about LSU basketball in the slightest. Well, he already knew he was going to the NBA. According he to literally just didn't care. I mean, yeah, that, once he lost that, the accent. That not caring about basketball really fucking translated to the league. I mean, that should have been. Uh, oh. Also, the scouting report on him literally yes. said that he didn't care. There's another <laughs> point we can talk about. Ben Simmons posting that picture of the Sixers. Oh, he's a kinda fucking sick. loser. Honestly, sick. I don't. Oh, no. But I kind of no, respect, no, that. respect No, that's, no, no, that's fucking bullshit. I'm on because the if he's if he's the guy that's going to be crying about his mental health and how this team put him through all this shit, no, but he's, he's all better now. himself look like an absolute he's fucking better clown. Now. Kendrick Perkins had like the best stance on it, where it was like, please yeah, call like, him Big Perk. The Sixers like deserved all the shit, but like you're a fucking loser who can't even get on the court. Mm-hmm. Like you're sitting at home on the couch because you're a loser. So wouldn't you be tempted to do that if you're Ben Simmons? I I guess I but would like, probably think twice like about it, but he is an idiot. But he is. So. An idiot. He looks like a whole. I, a, I mean, a big loser. I don't think we're like, losers I, too. But he's also. I should rephrase a bigger that. Like, loser. I'm not like happy that he did that. I'm like good for him that he. I just don't care. It's kind of sick. I don't <laughs> care about Ben Simmons anymore. Oh, I, I, he's whatever. a petulant child, right. and he always will be. So. Uh, uh, something uh, as a result. But Joel Embiid is also a loser. As a result of everything. And a petulant um, child. <laughs> and a petulant child. Today <laughs> we, like, same energy, here's bro. Here's another topic. Uh, today we found out <laughs> via Bleacher them. Report. I think Chris Haynes <laughs> via Bleacher Report that yeah. James Harden plans to opt out of his player option. At the same time as, as Maury's Maury speaking. Yeah. That, yeah. That's why, oh yeah, genius GM. And, um, and he's, he's going to sign him to a, seeking a $500 billion a four deal. Year deal. And Daryl mm-hmm. Morey's going to give it to him. A hundred percent. That's and he's going to trade buddy. Joel, and then he's going to build around. He's not going to trade Joel. No, like they're so going to they're run it back with Harden and and what fucking Embiid, and they're going to try to figure it out. Be, and it's not going to work. Being seriously, what are your thoughts on that? I think James Harden is one hundred percent coming back here on a four year contract worth a lot of money. That makes Probably me because, physically because Daryl Morey is addicted to James. Let me Harden. ask you guys: Like, do you guys really want to see James Harden in a Sixers uniform? I would want to uh, see on, James Harden in a Sixers uniform on a, on a reasonable deal. Let me finish my point. Do you really want to see James Harden? In a Sixers uniform through age 37. No. No. But I also yes. don't want to see P.J. Tucker through age 47 <laughs> well, LeBron either. James is, w- what, 38? And he's like... Looked yeah, at but he's like, still oh, hooping. But, he's a, but I'm saying uh, he's like... Did you watch the, the game last night, buddy? He, he had 26 <laughs> points. Ah, uh, still he lost. He anyway, but destroying his legacy. LeBron's like an athletic specimen. James Harden... Is going to be fat loser. He's a fatty. He's He's a a fatty McSaddy. I I weigh more. I weigh ten pounds more than James Harden. I'll say this: age, age is certainly not going to be kind to James Harden. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what he would look like (laughs) at thirty-seven years old. And it would, like you're saying, a reasonable deal. He's going to want money. No, he's going to want money. More, he's going to give it to him. Which fucking is and we're going to be fucked to transition that into the fucking coaching hire. We're just going to hire Mike D'Antoni too, <laughs> dude. If I I swear MDMA to fucking got me feeling like I a swear champion. to fucking God, there's three outcomes I don't want. For some reason, JJ Redick is the betting favorite. I, I so he's on TV. That dude. was only that was only on one site. Yeah, that's WIP gotta, saw it and just tweeted it right away. But by the way, what is I just what has Redick ever done like it, in a the podcast? NBA? <laughs> like, and he's on ESPN. Steve oh, Nash wow. got hired so last year. Three, three <laughs> that worked out so. very well. So JJ Redick, if he was, I don't even believe that. But if he was hired, I simply wouldn't watch the team. <laughs> Frank Vogel, same camp. And like, if Mike D'Antoni gets Wilder, hired, bro. I'm gonna be so fucking angry because there is no reason you should. And that would that would be a direct hire for Harden. There's no reason you should be basing your next coaching hire off of. 34 year old James. Do Harden. you want to know what my fear? That's absolutely Vince. fucking insane. Vince, you want to know what my fear is? James Harden is going to control the organization. That's my fear. They're going to listen to James Harden. It's going to become whatever James Harden says go. 
goes. He wanted Doc Rivers gone. We all know that he wanted Doc Rivers yeah. gone. He gets fired right after he says those comments. And right after he was those, gone no matter what. And right after those Ramona Shelburne reports came out, which, by the way, Dan McGuckin says she made up, by the way, which is because he's, you know, <laughs> not all there. But um, I love you guys. But, like, dude, that is true. Doc Rivers and James Harden, like, just didn't they, – that they wasn't match. a good match. Here's the problem. If James Harden comes back here on a four-year deal worth a lot of money and gets his coach – MDA, if, if say that happens, you know what's going to happen? That Daryl Morey and him, like I said, are butt buddies. It's going to be the James Harden Daryl Morey show. He's it's just, just making us the, it's, the Rockets, V2. Dude, it, that's what it's going to be. And guess Our, what? Joel Embiid, it's not going to work with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's going to get frustrated, demand a trade, and James Harden is going to be on the Sixers still while Embiid is gone. Yeah, I That know. is my fear. James Harden oh, is going to yeah. outlive Joel Embiid as a Sixer. That'd be hey. sick. Uh, that's <laughs> I, I have a feeling that if we, that's where we're headed. If we sign him to a four year, and that's deal, a disaster, I'm going to be utterly sick to my stomach. But as far as the coaching thing, but do, you happen, like, do you understand? Like, do you understand? Like that could happen. What I just yes, said, it could, it could become the James Harden show. As far as the coaching hire, which is a fucking disaster. As far as the coaching search goes, according to Woes, the main uh, people we're looking at are Mike Budenholzer, <laughs> Sam Cassell. Mike D'Antoni, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, I like and Monty Williams. I was going to say Monty Williams seems... I would have like loved me. Cassell Monty Williams just seems interim. too dark But why hasn't Cassell got an opportunity I, ever? Well, no, no, no. I, you, you didn't let me finish. I would love Cassell as an interim if they fired Doc midseason, but yeah. he is a Doc disciple. He Let's is. be honest. Let's just call it. You know, Doc Rivers, you know what Doc Rivers said about him? He's going to be an unbelievable but Can I ask you guys a That's question, from though. Doc Rivers. About these other guys, the, Boot, the Bootenholzers, the Dantonis, the... The Nick Nurse, the I, first the only Nick, one I'm out on is uh, D'Antoni. Nick Nick Nurse would be my first choice out of these people, or, or Sam Cassell. But like, as far I I'm don't, out on I don't love the retreads in the coaching carousel, man. Like, mm-hmm. like that's what my, the NBA's become, bro. But like, you steal somebody. Think, think about these guys. Think about the guy, the longest tenured coaches. Like besides Pop, it's uh, Spolstra and Steve Kerr. That's two guys it. that were given their first shot by that team. They've been there forever, and like the culture revolves around them. Yes, like hiring a Mike Budenholzer is not that. No, like up, like I, listen. Whether it's Sam Cassell or you know in another uh, franchise, whoever it would be, like upgrading someone or promoting them to the head coaching job is how you do that. Yeah. So know? like I wouldn't hate taking the shot on Cassell, uh, but out of like the retread options, the only one I'm not. I, I guess I'm not out on Monty Williams. But like I would rather I, I think Nick Nurse. But so I, I heard a good point made by someone uh today on the athletic. What the fuck would happen to Joel Embiid's health if he tried to play on a Nick Nurse team? <laughs> Nick Nurse would be playing Joel playoff he, he would all year long. He would explode. Joel Embiid would not you know how we always say, Oh, his body's not meant for an eighty two game season? Well, on a Nick Nurse coach team, Joel Embiid's body isn't meant for a 50-game season. And that's, that's why I think Budenholzer is like a decent option here if you're not going to go Cassell or within the organization. Because look at what he's done with Giannis. And Giannis has spoken on the record saying that he helped him with his game. He's Well, I mean, he's helped multiple people on that team like improve, obviously. But I'm just saying, like he said from a mental, from a mental perspective, too, Budenholzer was really good for him. And I think Joel Embiid, if it's not, I don't give a fuck, it's mental. Like, meaning, like, he doesn't show up in the playoffs in the biggest game because there's something going on there. Yeah. And I think and I think Budenholzer would help. Something you have to keep in mind that I, I hate that we have to keep in mind is, like, everyone's like, oh, you need a coach in there that's willing to push Joel and get... Joel is going to be 29 next season. And he's also soft. I, like, I think pushing Joel like, Embiid is not going to work. But, like... I, I like being a hard ass is not going to work you, with Joel Embiid. You never hear he's this about other generational... Ima- imagine... 
fucking imagine saying Michael oh, Jordan. The next coach better be able to push Kobe Bryant. Yeah, no. Nah. Like be- because it goes back to ha- not having the winning DNA. He doesn't have the, yes, he doesn't, he doesn't have that. So like, I don't need my twenty-nine-year-old generational superstar to be needing a coach that's going to motivate. You him. know what that reminds me of? Yeah, yeah exactly. you know what Embiid reminds me of. Or he shouldn't be able. He shouldn't have to be. Yeah. Jo- Joel Embiid reminds me of a spoiled twenty-nine-year-old like son. Right, who college graduated you. from college but refuses to go out and get a job and is just living off of his parents <laughs> and expecting them to like cook and clean for him and do everything. Like, dude, no, you can't treat and be like he's a baby. I think he, you just described Tanner. Dude, he, I was. I, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to be. I mean, he doesn't want to be treated like an adult. He wants to dude, be babied. Like, not to like derail this. I was watching the. Not you, Tanner. I was watching the lottery, <laughs> the, the draft lottery last night, and like. I was just thinking back on like how I was like watching the that night lottery. used to be like the <laughs> highlight of our basketball season, like for oh my god, the draft seasons, parties were like, sick. Oh, take me back to the process years. Bro, I'm not saying that necessarily, games. but like I just remember like that was like the highlight of the season. Like yeah. oh, let's see if the Sixers get. And then little did we know you, they'd waste all of them. You know <laughs> what? You know what really pisses me off? Like now, now I'm really getting mad at Embiid. Like as we're doing the show, he, the like, look on th- your face is devious. Yo, you know why? You're, you because, also just got super red. Yeah, because I'm fucking pissed <laughs> off at this guy. Wait, Seamus. Oh my god, don't cut me off, dude. Please. God, God, don't cut me off, dude. What That's a, gold a, coming from you. What about my trade Joel take uh, four months ago? You were I, mean, right. I don't care if you trade him to Taiwan, dude. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do. But you freaked out again. You freaked out on me when I first said it. Yeah, well, I was wrong. You were right. Thank you. Okay. And Taylor, you were Taylor, you were right. And the show. I am an idiot for I was with you for most of the season <laughs> and what I do you switched want, dude? Do you want me to come I, over there and blow you or something? Dude? I, to- I talk crazy. Well, that's what you want to do. I would. But like does it feel to you guys like I don't think it is, but this era of Sixers basketball should, should be over. Like, it's not going to be because most likely, let's talk about what's most likely going to happen. Let's talk about what's most likely going to happen. What's most likely going to happen is they're going to hire one of these retread coaches. They're going to uh. get a couple different old or shitty role players in there. And we're just essentially going to run it back with the mantra, Doc's the reason we didn't win. Yeah. And then guess what? Throughout the year, they're going to look good in the regular season. We're all going to talk ourselves into them being a legit contender. I'm not. And then they're going to fucking lose again. Well, uh, the same me, way. I, I hope they don't make the playoffs next year. year. Me too. I agree That'd with be that, Vince. Um, but what I was like getting red and angry about with Joel Embiid, just, that just crossed my mind, when he was doing the Joel Embiid victory tour after he won the uh, personal award, the MVP award that doesn't mean anything really, um, when he was doing all that and celebrating, he, he was saying shit like, Oh yeah, I remember the process years, like when we were horrible. And he said, "I didn't even want my name affiliated with that because I'm a winner." It's like, no, you no, are, the, you are the process. That's true, Wait, well, but the process it, yeah. is a losing Real, thing. Th- I, this is also like a very minor thing, but I, I do think the NBA needs to switch up how they do the, the giving out of the MVP award. Uh, I, I don't think there's any reason why they should be giving that out like right before a game starts yeah, because the emotions flare too high. And like I, I they should do an I, award ceremony. I'm sure the six. Yeah, year. like I, I they like used to do that, right? Those, they yeah. used to do that, and like I don't like the way they do it now. Like I don't need Joel Embiid crying with his son like minutes before a, a playoff game tips off, and like maybe the Sixers are just the biggest losers in the world. But I don't know about you guys, but that MVP ceremony clearly motivated the Celtics way more yeah. than the Sixers. Like do it at an award ceremony, maybe before the playoffs start. No, nah, just do everything after, dude. Or after, it yeah. just makes more sense. Uh, like, that's I would so, wait until the year after. It's very minor, but <laughs> wait till fun. opening day the next year. All right, so it might be. I think Vince is trying to delay the. Yeah, end it's time. Here. Yeah, Vince, you got it. Might you got to drop your pants. <laughs> <laughs> We're shaving them pubes. All right. Oh, here oh. I go. I guess I might as well get in the chair. <laughs> All right, so we're doing a one. 
A one. I'm not going bald or nothing. It's a one on the razor. All right. All right. Tanner, are you ready? Our and expert barber. And his barber. beard, too. His beard, too. Tanner, thanks oh, we, for I coming, I thought we man. negotiated that one. Tanner, I really appreciate you I coming keep, all the way down nope, here, man. You're not Come keeping on. the beard. <laughs> are you familiar with the area? Taylor, can I keep my beard? <laughs> All, All right, we got two out of three. Let me keep the beard. I'm going. I'm shaving my head for this podcast. Right? Or getting a buzz cut on Tanner, a Tanner, do not go light on this guy. Yeah. 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 That, okay, that's actually You know what's funny? funny? Taylor looks like a barber more so, right, so than, than Taylor does. Uh, <laughs> you just look like an old Italian barber, keep Taylor. The conversation's interesting because I won't have a microphone. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, I mean, this is how our good shows go, pretty much. It's when, <laughs> when Vince is on a plane. Headed towards the South Tower, and uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's there. I stood up for the chair for 20 seconds in a 9-11 <laughs> reference happened. Yeah, what do you expect? Well, because, Vince, you, you handcuffed me, man. I can't drop 9-11 takes when, when the Sixers got eliminated and broke your little soul. Here, Shame. Scoot over here a little bit uh, so, the, so the audience can Scooter see McGavin. You. That's what I like to hear. So <laughs> Vince is currently in the process of Vince is trusting getting the process his hair currently. shaved. Um, if if you're not thing. on YouTube, this is the time you should switch yeah, over to YouTube. Time. And by the way, I might go on Instagram Live with this. I mean, this is really good stuff, bro. I might just switch to Vince's chair. <laughs> you're not going to be in the in the shop. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, well, what stay, do stay where what at. do now? Um, uh, just don't Instagram I think, Live. It. <laughs> I think this might be a reverse jinx where Vince actually likes his head being shaved after this. I, I it, it might. Oh, maybe I will after. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I gotta let the uh, the oh, Instagram man. Look at those, live look at those audience know locks. that Vince Lobiano <laughs> is currently in the process of getting his hair shaved by Tanner, our resident barber here at <laughs> From the Nosebleeds. He's friend of the show, Tanner Payne, and he's only known for um, uh, <laughs> spilling seltzers in the old studio. That's what Tanner used to do, uh, and he's a great contributor to the show. And Tanner, we appreciate all the support. Um, thank what's, you for. What's the uh, first cut we're gonna go with? You're getting that mic right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avatar of the Last Airbender will be the first cut. <laughs> Ooh, Mohawk. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, I like the skinny penis. <laughs> I'm a big skinny penis fan. It sounds like oh, he's done know. this before. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's all about length, and it's not necessarily just about girth. But if you have length and girth, that's more ideal, I guess. But, um, Tanner, is this the first time you've ever shaved somebody's head on a podcast? <laughs> He said yes. yes. Wow, how about that? <laughs> so I'm not going to interview you because I think that's a bad idea considering you don't have a microphone, and <laughs> I just have to repeat everything. Into the, in, I'm going to let you cut the hair. I'll, just l- I'll let him cut the hair. Some fun background information about Tanner is <laughs> I Venmoed him $20 so he could also cut my hair today. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't care about this at all. I'm really looking forward to a fresh cut. Yeah, because so your can hair get, looked pretty bad today. I want to get more oh, butt, Oh, I didn't Taylor. realize you put a hat on, honestly. I want to get more butt. I always carry hats. I work in the <laughs> kitchen, dude. I always, I, I want a fresh cut for some more butt. Oh, we're having technical issues here. Vince is, <laughs> Vince is actually. Hey, at least it didn't happen halfway through get the cut. A, he might get off the hook. He might get off the hook here. No, we'll just do it with scissors. Vince, we cannot shave your head today, it seems like. Tanner is flustering to find an outlet. There's for some reason a a power strip extension cord on the roof. Not sure why it's on the roof, but you because, know. Because yeah, because we have multiple lights in here, and this is a studio. I never even noticed one light in there, bro. <laughs> and Tanner is plugging the orange one in. <laughs> he is plugging it in. Um, so Talk now about Tanner's, your beloved Phillies. Now Tanner's reaching oh, down. Oh yeah. 
Uh, they lost. They, they lost got, today. They have been horrible over the last three They games. got swept by the San Francisco Gigantes. Gigantes. He's going to start <laughs> out with a six in honor of Philly's first baseman, Ryan Howard. Oh, Vince gets his own little mirror in front of him, <laughs> too. <laughs> it's like you're in a barbershop, dude. Like This is literally how most barbershops are laid out. You got producers. We need a second mirror behind him, though. Wow, this is just great stuff. <laughs> the hair is just flailing off. Pretty soon he will you look like... You can see like the dejection in Vince's face. Oh, yeah. He's slowly turning into... He's slowly turning into a neo-Nazi. <laughs> I mean, before our very eyes, he's turning into a proud boy. And uh, Just because you have a shaved head doesn't mean that you have certain allegiance. Yeah, <laughs> spoken from the genetically frail Taylor. Um, I can't wait till your ass is bald and you look <laughs> terrible. Well, dude, I prefer to be bald. He does I, have a great widow's peak, which was discovered peak. by Tanner. Yeah, by Tanner, the way. he thinks I'm an inbred. <laughs> he thinks both wait, of my parents wait, wait. fucked each other and that they're, well, they did, but <laughs> that they're actually related. And so I'm the byproduct of such things. Tanner, since you cut hair, can you tell somebody's going to have a good head for being bald? Yeah. Which is Seamus? <laughs> You don't Whoa, think so? He said no. Well, Your ass like, is going to be bald with well, as much shit. It looks you like talk. we're going to find out today. We're going to find out today. I'll shave my head now. I'll oh, fucking yeah. do it. We're about to find out, Vince. How, how does Vince look? Vince, you're looking really good, dude. Okay, yeah, he, Vince. See, I thought I thought Vince right. is. I think Vince is going to end up liking it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor just wants to. He's going to join. Yeah, he just, <laughs> Taylor just wants a friend. No, I go full. I bick it. I'm oh, a, I know. I'm a different level. I, mean, I know. Nothing really Once, grows. So Vince, <laughs> Vince Tanner usually cuts my ear, and there's usually blood all over the place. But this is usually only when he's blackout drunk and cutting my hair, which he actually does a pretty good T- job. Tanner is arguably better cutting hair blackout drunk than he is sober. Except my ears always tend to suffer dramatically <laughs> and tragically. <laughs> I'll never forget the time that we were on the uh, right right around the corner here, actually. Yeah, around on the, the uh, media front porch at the old media house. Oh man, that was a great place. Patrick but Doyle. Tanner ran out of money, so they had to move. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Pat Doyle was also blackout drunk oh, while surprise. begging Tanner for a haircut all night. And, and Tanner said, and you know what, buddy? Here it comes. Here comes the Clippers. And, and Pat walked in and goes, this might be the best fade I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah, you know, Vince, yeah, look, Vince looks five years younger. He does. Wow. He sees carrying all that Republican <laughs> guilt around in him. Yeah, yeah. You can keep the beard, bro. Tanner, shave the beard. He's keeping the beard for James Harden. Tanner, shave that fucking beard. (laughs) Shave it. Shave it now. He can't run. I I deserve to be commended a little bit for holding... You sound like Embiid. I deserve respect. You made the bet, Vince. You made the bet. (laughs) Just just pretend Billy Joel's singing Vienna to you, and just relax. My little sister's better at it. Yeah, Marielle actually did a pretty good job singing Vienna. She's got a great voice. A lot more to be done. Just wait till you get the uh, Avatar. Wait and wait until maybe the, we should uh, keep the uh, avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, Vince, how's it feeling? So I can relate to the audience. He says his head's cold. Wow, my God. Well, you're very lucky. Insightful. It's almost summer. That's very insightful, <laughs> bro. This is unbelievable. There's hair all over. About that. Guess we didn't think about that. Hair flying all over. I think I'm having an allergic reaction to Vince's hair. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor's is loving any, every second. Is of there this. any lice in there? Like, do you see any <laughs> bugs crawling up in there? Just let them know. Uh, no. All right, we're gonna find out if there's a bunch of insects living in them. Incest, living, incest, insects. <laughs> That's you. Widow's peaks. Oh boy, here we go. 
Oh, here we go. Oh, my oh. God. The entire <laughs> back of Vince's head. There are chunks coming out. Is bleeding. <laughs> there is blood all over. <laughs> this, this is a bloodbath, ladies and gentlemen. This if is, you are listening, please switch to YouTube. <laughs> Vince looks like Oscar De La Hoya right now. I mean, this is just out of control. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god, this is bad. I, I I actually it's actually so traumatizing. I actually have to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> you have issues. Yeah, I got bladder issues. <laughs> I really do. So. <laughs> 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 All right, vibe check, Vince. How are we feeling? Uh, he's he's been preparing himself mentally for the past two weeks. Oh, weeks actually, yeah. Yeah, let, let's get a. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that looks sick, honestly. <laughs> we did miss an opportunity of doing a cold a sec. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> uh, you never had a buzz cut growing up? I don't believe you. You lived in Northeast Philly. <laughs> well, you did have the nor- the classic Northeast Philly bowl cut growing up. Um. Everybody had that. I had that. I never had it because my hair curls. <laughs> that, well, that explains that. Yeah. But, Ooh, I mean, yeah. I, I somehow got Irish hair that is completely dark and just curls. doesn't make sense to me, but it's my dad's genes. Um, he's got the same thing, except he's a ginger at heart. I was born yeah, a ginger. If, if O'Leary was all ginger, that would be pretty funny. I was, I was born a ginger. Seamus, stop Jesus it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I came out of the womb a ginger, uh, and then I stole a soul in order to uh, in in the delivery room in order to get my hair dark. Are you get- he's- wait, what happens until I la- last left? Well, he's he's the avatar now. <laughs> Dude, I had to take the meanest tinkle. <laughs> what? Sometimes tinkles are orgasmic. All right, but um, he's telling us to talk about Cox, which is fine. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying. I mean, to do I that. I can't stand. The streaming shit, dude. Like my my biggest issue. Old man yells a cloud. That's my, who you are, my, brother. <laughs> no, my biggest issue is the fact <laughs> that you have to with Peacock, you have to pay for it in order to get the games. Like with Amazon like Prime, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. Like pay for the service. You know the guy that makes in eight figures is complaining game. about this. This is um, unbelievable. No, it's just ridiculous to me because it's like we. I, I mean, I pay for Amazon Prime, but you also don't need it to watch on to watch football on Amazon Prime. You don't need a subscription. You just need to use their app. Yes. Okay. Um, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't you think can, so. You can check me. But I know it was that way for uh, Apple TV Plus last year uh, with the baseball games on Friday nights. <laughs> wait, wait. <hold> on. <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball games. Um, oh Avatar, God. baby. Bryson Stott hit a home run today, which I'm very happy about. Uh <laughs> I, I, somebody take a picture of it. Wow, Vince, you're looking pretty good, man. It's literally video of it. <laughs> no, 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 I know, but I just want a picture to immortalize, immortalize it. Immortalize it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- Tanner's great at getting embarrassing pictures of people, especially when he's giving them haircuts. Especially when Carter's here. <laughs> the people don't know who Carter is, but he's also a barber. No, he's a tattoo artist. That's the same thing, dude. Let's just be real. <laughs> Yes. All right, now, now we're getting to the uh, hair. Oh, yes. here we go. <laughs> All right, so Vince Lobiondo is in the process of getting it done. He this is, is like shaving his IG head. Last He's shaving his head in honor of James Harden because James Harden decided to be a normal 
person and <laughs> score points. This is in despite of James Harden. In spite of James Harden. There you go. Oh, look at the back of his head. Dude, he looks insane right now. Holy shit, dude. And our resident barber, <laughs> Tanner Payne. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Vibe, vibe check on your girlfriend right now. <laughs> she certainly doesn't follow me on Instagram. Uh, but she <laughs> why, why should she? If she did, she would see it live. <laughs> look this at is him. phenomenal. Tanner's a great at just shaving people's heads. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> dude, you're so good at this. Well, the nice part about Tanner is not only is he a barber, but he's an artist. He is an artist. So he that's what we call all people like Tanner, artists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but um, it wasn't meant to be an insult. But Tanner, Tanner does some great art too. So I mean, this this is literally an art piece, right? This now. is an art piece. You should sign your name in it. Sign it. <laughs> No, 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 no. no that, that's that all bad. bullshit, no, you, man. You, you can moisturize it though. Dude, this is this is <laughs> fucking insane, man. You're gonna have to text Taylor for tips. He had faith that James Harden was a generational loser, which he is. But yeah, imagine shaving your head because James Harden. <laughs> like yeah. seriously, it's like imagine shaving your head because James Harden <laughs> did something. <laughs> this is fucking unbelievable, man. Oh, it's gonna picture that one. Yeah. Good. Oh my. Round God. out the balls in the bottom. Yeah. Too. There's too many balls. <laughs> there's a lot of balls happening. <laughs> Vince's head is filled with oh balls. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. This is a disgrace <laughs> to humanity. Hey, at least your parents are proud of you. Wait. <laughs> Now I've, now we're actually going to find out if Vince actually has like a passable face because they, they no I'm serious because hair makes up for a lot of shit and including genetics so Vince you're gonna have to turn around and look at me let me see <laughs> if right, you're actually that one too Tanner <laughs> oh my There's, god got the little tip in the that's back a, that's a long uh, <laughs> oh my god there he is there he is oh, thanks James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Tanner awesome. also is an Hold expert on. at drawing. I'm penises. actually, <laughs> I'm actually adding James Harden to the stream right now on Instagram Live. What's yeah, his? Uh, that'll work. What's his J Twitter? Harden thirteen. J Harden thirteen. Is there any underscores? I don't think. J so. Harden thirteen. Now he's probably watching this. J Harden thirteen. Post. Oh, it didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like James Harden's not going to join the show today, but we're going to try to get him on. Um, when wow. are the Phillies going to be good again? Uh, the Phillies are going to be good again probably in September. And then make a well, run and then Do you then think they'll lose. make the playoffs this year? Yeah, 100%. The NL East is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the like... The fact that we were... Uh, I'm I'm more disappointed with the fact that the Mets, we were up, what, a game oh and a half God. on them? And we just lost three in a row? Yeah, that, that kind of sucks. But can you believe that Vince Lopiano <laughs> shaved his head because James Harden dropped 40 points in a playoff game? This is fucking unbelievable. And honestly, if I was Vince, I would have made the stipulation that it had to be after the first round of the playoffs. Because obviously he's going to drop 40 on the Nets. Like, dude, like, uh, come no, on, he man. No, said it. he said it after the first round was done. Oh, I know. But, dude, this what? is still what? horrible, though. I mean, why would you ever do this? <laughs> Did you take a picture of the dick on top, too? Why would you do this? Uh, there's a, a dick on it? Where's is, the dick? Are you stupid? Oh, is that the dick? Oh, yeah, there's the dick. <laughs> I think shame. Oh, yeah, we know this. Shame's is stupid. No, I didn't notice. I thought it was a taco. He, he really is kind of stupid. He kind of looks like a taco. <laughs> I'm not stupid, dude. Yeah, you, you kind of are. I promise I'm not stupid. All right, I work in a kitchen, dude. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stupid. 
Tower, you're stupid, you dummy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh, my God. There it goes. There she this goes. This guy has an egghead. I oh my noticed God. it. <laughs> Wait, does, does he also shit, he now does. need surgery to get rid of the mole? Like, what, what's oh. going to happen now? Oh, my God. We're Get the dermatologist <laughs> in here. Jesus Christ. I, I can recommend you a great one, Vince. Don't worry. I had a mole in the back of my head, too. So uh, Vince is uh, bald now. This is not yet. He's still got a, he's still bald. got a chode on the this front is, of his head. This is his life now. This is just unbelievable. Imagine being bald like that by your own choice. Like he chose this. <laughs> like there was a chance that this was going to happen, and sure enough, it did. And now he's reaping the rewards of it. Oh my God! Jesus I think it's going to look good. Vince, turn around real quick. Vince, turn around. I real think quick. it's going to look good. All right, let's see. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Jesus Christ. He looks like he has one of the fucking dicks from Big Mouth on his head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cut dude. it in half. All right, so now Don't the, double it. Now, <laughs> that's too big. Now the, now the dick on Vince's head has big. been shaved off. Wait, no, wait. No, no, no. Oh, there's still a little little dick there? There's a small guy? <laughs> small fry up there? Oh, uh, yeah, there it goes. Oh, he, my God. Now he, he's Lance Armstrong. Even the micro penises <laughs> have to go, unfortunately for Vince. That is the Lance Armstrong haircut. If anybody wants that, please hit up Tanner. Jesus Christ. Dude, you are you are a master. <laughs> You're a master. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Would you look? Ooh. Wow. Oh, the, uh, keep the alfalfa. You I might like just want to go full bald. Ah, there goes the alfalfa. You might just want to go full bald, Vince. You might just want to I, I, I don't. Just, just a fair warning to the people out there. This is not e- an easy look. Like, you, <laughs> you're you going to have parental I think, uh, guidance. I generally think Vince looks good. Is advised. Tower, stop, yeah, Vince stop looks good. doing that. Yeah. Vince Dude, looks good. If I got a haircut, Tower would be like, bro, you look so ugly with your ugly ass fat face with, well, your, big, you have a widow's with peak. your big cheeks. <laughs> that's what you would say to me, you fucking asshole. Because it's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Jake checks in. He says, shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jake talking 215. We did shave it off. I mean, he pretty much looks bald, you know. It would have been uh, it would have been a shame if he had to shave the beard. All right, Vince. Since since sucked. you didn't want to shave the beard, now you have to eat your hair that's on the ground. <laughs> you are a proud you are boy. A proud You're a proud James Harden. Batting lover. for the proud boys, uh, Vince Lopiando Baldas. He's finally gonna fit in in Northeast Philly. Yeah, I, feel yeah, so I was gonna say him. you're gonna fit in up there in Fox Chase. You're gonna. Fit so in. your girlfriend's <laughs> gonna be upset at this. Sarah, I'm sorry, but we had to do it. What do you, do it, how, Vince? How do you feel about your own hair now? He's basically the LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a little Bron going. He's got a Bron going. You better, you you better like get you used to it, bud. You look like your idol. But overall, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is my life. Shave it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clean up the beard, Tanner. <laughs> it's just all gone. <laughs> all right, so am I next? No, right. you're not, you're not going go. live. Oh, I'm not going live? Well, I don't know how much time you have. No, you have to pay me to get your haircut here, too. I already paid Tanner. This is a Ponzi scheme. No, you're renting the space. I'm renting. I already paid for the space. That's after hours. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I got to talk to Barchard about this. This is getting ridiculous. No, I make the rules. You make the rules now? Yes. What the hell do they even do? Okay, so all right, anyway. We're all on the same level. Oh, please. That's what he wants you to think. <laughs> all right, sit down, Vince. <laughs> you actually look good. You look all right. You look, like Mark, say, I mean, you look like Mark Kellum a little bit. Initial thoughts are it's not <laughs> as bad as I thought it would be. 
You look like you Mark. You look like a, a upcoming UFC fighter. You look like Mark. You actually do look like you could be in the all UFC. Of my, all of my hats you are going to... You look gonna, Spanish. All of my hats are going to be so big now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do look Spanish. <laughs> my hair takes up a majority of my head. You look like a sexy Latino. You I'm, know, I'm like... Dude, you look like Enrique Iglesias right now. He's a sex symbol. He has hair. You yeah, look like him. <laughs> no, I think it, I I don't know. It's it brought out something in your eyes. I, I li- I'm liking it the more I'm seeing it. <laughs> I, I hope my girlfriend feels the same way. <laughs> what if she breaks up for, with you <laughs> because of this? Hey, I didn't want to. That would be the greatest now. development. That would be cool. If this show, cool. <laughs> that'd be awesome. If this show ruined your relationship or any of our relationships with anybody, that would be um, awesome. I did send her a picture of like the computer screen before it started, and, and all she, she said was like, no. It. She said no. <laughs> I, I said I'm sorry, and she said you're not. So wait, you went against your girlfriend's wishes? I did. Oh my god, for James Harden? <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> send her, send her a picture now. No, I'm gonna wait. For James Harden. I want her well, to see it in person. Then the you have time. to, then you have to take a video when she sees it. Yeah, for the yeah first I will. Time. And then we're gonna post. The, well, hopefully uh, she won't the watch the episode. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so, I, what do we, what do now? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we don't have much time left. No, we went. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're done. Oh, really? That if all streaming the Peacock thing is fucking stupid. It's very. Um. <laughs> my cock's stupid too. Um, shop our merch. Uh, you clearly see how committed we this fucking podcast is. In all we seriousness, may. can I say something? You look actually really good. Thank you. We may honestly be putting out some T-shirts of Vince's head now that we have pictures of. Him. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm happy it, about? It would be a it would be a great T-shirt. You don't look like a thumb. That's like the ultimate insult for bald people. Well, I'm not fully bald. Have you ever called a thumb, there. Taylor? Anyway, you clearly no. see how committed I am to this fucking. He looks podcast. like a pinky. So, uh, shop our merch. Uh, go on our. Uh, Twitter at nosebleeds p what is it nosebleeds PHL, PHL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in our bio you'll find our link tree in the top link we'll say shop our merch yeah and special thanks to our sponsor T- Tanner Worldwide yeah, shout out to ta- Tanner <laughs> OG uh, Trap Pain oh, uh, OG Trap Pain just a big fuck you to James Harden for yeah. making me do this and then like yeah. not winning the series so yeah. the Sixers you have you have now tormented me physically as well <laughs> as emotionally <laughs> and mentally and, so, yeah, and sexually. Uh, so you've Basically, checked Sixers, all the books. go fuck yourselves. Yep. Uh, Phillies, go fuck yourselves. Yep. Um, Eagles, we still love you. I mean, yeah, still, I'm holding well, off. They'll, uh, they'll fuck it up somehow. The Sixers nah. suck. The Phillies suck. Let's just wait for the football The Phillies season. don't suck, but okay. Well, Union suck, right, suck, too. They suck right now. No, they don't. Flyers, well, we'll save it for next Flyers week, didn't win the Bedard sweepstakes, so fuck you, too. Um, City of losers. Yeah. Uh, actually, I do have a conspiracy theory as to why this thing got eliminated. We don't have time. Save for it for next week. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to From the Nosebleeds, episode 124. Talk to you guys next week. 124, bro.